spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tamale Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Um, so I got a few calls and texts over the last week of friends who have lost their job. And it made me, it made me cringe and it made me think of 2008. Now, I'm not saying that we're headed for a 2008-type recession, but I did have a friend who had a job for 25 years in the same place today get fired. Uh, I did have a friend that was uh, uh, in a certain job for 16 years, same company, fired. Man. And so, and it's very tough because you just don't, you don't hear that every day. So, uh, are we going to get socked by a recession? And I think it depends on who you ask. Um and, you know, so we asked an expert. We asked our friend Dennis Hoffman over at a- a- ASU, and he, t- he kind of tells us, you know, like it is. Uh, here's the Very one matter of fact. Yeah, and I like that. I like that because if you look, let's see, Disney cut jobs, ESPN cut jobs, Lyft, you're trying to get a Lyft, they cut jobs. Facebook, Amazon. Meta, yes. And not everything is McDonald's. just computer stuff. There's Correct. a lot to it that is starting to happen again where it's this is more middle management and others. So we asked Hoffman, what's your reaction on these type of layoffs? This has to happen for them to win their war on inflation. There's never been a recession that I can see historically where the unemployment rate remains below 5%. So jobs have to be lost for us to win this battle. Is that pleasant? Absolutely not. Am I looking forward to losing my job? Absolutely not. But that is the world in which we live. Okay, so all of our jobs right now are up for grabs. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's how I see it, right? Yes. No one's recession proof. Nope. Most no one is recession proof. No, no, no. There's nothing that is, I mean, you know, healthcare jobs. Well, we're always going to have people getting sick. Of course. Right? You're going to have, uh, you know, funerals. We're always gonna, people are always going to die. But outside of certain things, government jobs, because they never fire anybody, they only grow. But outside of certain things, the average person working in the, in the private sector, your job really isn't recession proof. Yeah. And if you want to live through inflation at 12%, then we can keep all the jobs. But what Hoffman says is jobs have to be, you know, shedded for us to get to, what do you think we're going to be? 3%, 2%. I mean, that's where we'd like to be. That's where I've been most of my life. And and the Fed Chairman Powell has said, we got to be at 5% employment, which is about two, two and a half million jobs that are shedded. Mm. And it has been very interesting because, you know, remember it was Elizabeth Warren came out and she goes, we need to get rid of him. He can't say that. No, that's just being real. If we, or are we going to live with ridiculous prices? Yeah. And I don't think anybody wants to live with ridiculous prices when you go to the grocery store. I mean, when you go to the gas station, we get $5 a gallon in Phoenix, Arizona, more than Los Angeles. Yeah. So is the economy good right now? Some right, you know. I was ta- so this past weekend. I said I was talking to my uncle last night because he went to Universal Studios, and I go, "How was it?" He goes, "Dude, it's packed." Yeah, he goes, "It's not just packed." He goes, "I'm saying to myself, is this the economy? Because you can't move, you can't go anywhere." And then he goes, "We go out to dinner," and he went to Morton's, and he goes, "The place is packed." I know. He goes, so I don't get it. And I was just talking to somebody at the station. They went to uh, Scottsdale uh, Fashion, and and they said, "I'm looking around, going all everybody's these people, there. everybody's there." Where like is it going to be a weird recession where it's going to be uppers are okay somewhat recession proof yeah but the middle I'm class and the lower I'm starting to feel like maybe Morton's isn't going to get packed like it was 
or at the mall. Maybe a, uh, maybe we're going to say, hey, listen, I'm not going to drive out there, save some money on gas. Hey, I'm not going to drive out there and shop on something when I'm a little worried that who knows, out of nowhere, your job could disappear. Listen, I had a few friends, as I just said, lost their job, didn't see it coming, been there forever. They were blindsided. Yeah. I'm just hoping that that doesn't happen to a lot of people. I but know. it might. It's going to be very interesting. Someone said it feels like a slow session. Uh, we've the, talked about it before, right? The economy's like, bending, but not breaking. They've talked about this up and down kind of weird, like, you know, over here, it's it's really struggling for six months, and over here, for three months, and then back over. I, I couldn't tell you, and I don't think anybody knows at this time. So, uh, Joe Biden, he is uh, running for re-election. He, he announced early this morning, he sent out his three-minute video about all the stuff that he's going to do. and it's he's a running, weird video to you. It was an odd one. And then Why the did Republic, you think it was odd? <sighs> It, it just it felt too much Kamala Harris, which I think is is yeah. pointing to the fact that she is going to play a major role in this. But why would you do? Why would you put a spotlight on on the weakest part of your administration? Maybe telling everybody, uh, you know what, she's going to play a much bigger role, and which is terrifying. I don't know who, what Democrats are out there cheering her on. I don't think many are. No. And he's going to be 82 if he wins when he takes the presidency for the second term, 86 when he is done. And he is not Joe of yesteryear. No, he is. He is the. He has moments that are quite frankly they're scary. You would ask serious questions about your loved ones about this, and I just don't know. You know why? Too. You're 82. Do you really need this? You've spent your entire life pretty much as a politician. Do you need this? And I mean, are people clamoring for this? If not him. Then who? Well, they because would open it up. You're going to have Gavin Newsom. There's several Democratic governors who would absolutely run. But here's the thing. They've got to be thinking, okay, who could beat Donald Trump? Joe Biden did it once. Joe Biden, maybe. But can someone else beat him? I don't know. I don't know I, I don't know. All I know is 70% of Democrats don't want Biden. 60% of Republicans don't want Trump. 5% of Americans don't want the matchup. 95% of Americans don't want the matchup. Five percent of the Americans actually want the matchup. Ninety five percent don't. And here's the scary part of of all of this stuff. I think if Donald Trump wasn't in the lead and it was, say, DeSantis, because I think they think, okay, we can beat Trump and it looks like he's going to be the person. I think they know if it's Chris Christie, DeSantis, anybody else, they're going to boat race Joe Biden. So if it's a DeSantis or a Chris Christie, they crush Joe Biden. Yeah. So why don't Republicans get on the DeSantis and Christie bandwagon? Well, I think at some point when they... Why wouldn't you? Because they haven't truly announced yet. So okay. you're not throwing your money. They're, you're not getting behind it because it's all hypothetical. Yeah, but they're giving Trump such a big lead early. Yeah, but that lead, that jump he got is already falling back 10%. And DeSantis, you know, is already starting to... to Who fell back 10%? Trump. Trump got a nice nice jump, and then he came back down 10%. When he was arrested, he got a jump. Yeah. Well, people looked at that as... I think we even we talked about what a farce that was. It was but, a farce, but it doesn't mean that... What does that mean? You're going to go vote for somebody because they got arrested and well, maybe Well, I think if they wrong? feel like it's becoming completely political and you're pushing against somebody... How many times you know in an argument when you know you're wrong and then somebody says something and you double down now because now they've Have made you heard this show? That's exactly what I do every day. That is exactly... <laughs> well, we know that. That's the beauty of you. Hey, <laughs> that's right. Uh, let's do this. Five spot. Yesterday, we did Republicans only. Democrats only today. All right? If you're a Democrat, 277-5827, 70% of Americans think Joe Biden should not run again. 
We want to know how you feel about that. You going to vote for this guy again? And I think the real question is, do you want him to run again? Would you like another option? Democrats only. Republicans did a good job yesterday. Let's see if we can get some Democrats at 277-5827. Democrats only. Do you feel that Biden should be running again? And what's your level of excitement? Maybe we should do that. Yeah. You know? All right. 277-KTAR. Five Spot is next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, five spot. We put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Joe Biden is going to run for president again. Uh, he made the announcement today. Uh, so yesterday we talked to just Republicans about Trump. Today we're talking to just Democrats about Biden. Seventy percent of Americans think Biden should not run again. Democrats. Um, how do you feel about Biden announcing his run for re-election? Will you vote for him? And honestly, what is your what is your level of excitement on your a scale of one to ten? Ten being I love this guy, one being about where I am, and I'm not a Democrat. All right, here we go. Uh, Mike in uh, Phoenix. Uh, so, level of excitement <laughs> uh, for for old Joe here. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to say my level of excitement is about a seven. I mean, the economy, you know, it's, it's not great. Don't get me wrong, but he's done so much for the trans community and inclusivity and everything. So I got to say he's got my vote. Oh, there you go then. Okay. All right. So a uh, big, big call for the trans community. So is that what we're going to fight about? Wokeness? Not wokeness. I mean, you know, are, are we going to fight about you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about with, with like... Um, the trans community or uh, these are the these what do you call those social issues? Right. Yeah. Is that all we're going to fight about? Are we not going to talk about economy? Are we not going to talk about? No, because if you live in a world where you think the climate is the, the most dangerous thing in the history of mankind, which it isn't. Uh, if you live in that world, this is that's far more important than whether or not you get a paycheck. All right. Yeah. So and you can't win against that. Uh, Michael in North Phoenix, what's your level of excitement for uh, for Joe? Well, uh, Joe is about a five with me, but I certainly don't want uh, a Mr. Trump. I'd better see Kennedy and Christie go head to head and uh, let's move on. Yeah, that's, uh, that's be, fine with that'd me. Be very interesting. I don't think you get a lot of arguments for a lot of people. The problem is, is getting both of them there is going to be the issue. Yeah, and but- I don't put Kennedy out of it because I go back to Bernie Sanders. He started with 1% and everybody made fun of him, at times including me. But Bernie ran and he ran well against Hillary. And what is it? Is it RFK? Junior. Junior. Yeah, Junior. I don't Junior. think anybody knows much about that guy. Uh, no, his well, wife's we more time. famous. Yeah, this, we're going to find out. Who's his wife on... Um, uh, um, is she... Is she uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, she's on... Larry Curb, David's wife, wife in that, yeah. Okay. Uh, Carol in Scottsdale, uh, what's your enthusiasm? on the old uh, Joe Biden train? I'm going to go with a five. Um, I, if he runs, then I'll vote for him, but I don't want a Republican in there, but I would really rather have somebody else running. If it wasn't Trump, would you consider voting for the other side? It depends on what they had to say. Okay. Okay. Little a little early. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends early. on what they have to say. Yeah, okay, that's absolutely it. true. Uh, but, but, you know, did, but that's an open mind. That is an open mind. And, uh, that's why I asked that question. I thought that was interesting. Carmen in Scottsdale, what's your uh, rate the enthusiasm for Joe Biden and his candidacy? Um, I'm going to say a three. 
Okay. I am not happy with him at all. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of Trump. Yeah. We need new people. We need people that are going to represent us and the people that are going to be in there and not trying to fight each other and call me again. Yeah, bully but, each other. Let's just get let's just get this country back on track, and we need somebody new. Yeah, I agree. But you know as well as I do, if you know if it comes down to Biden versus Trump, Garmin's a three on Biden. She's going to vote for Biden. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, again, it's uh, or people stay home. I mean, if we're if, if we've got an economy that has crashed and we're in other wars, people might just say, well, you know what? I'm going to vote for Trump, but I'm not going to vote for Biden. Somebody, if, if this is the garbage matchup we get, someone has to become an independent. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Uh, Travis and Macy, you're on five spot. Give us your your rating on uh, Joe's uh, campaign. Excited? I am. A, no, I am not. I am a three for Biden, but I'm a one for Trump. I just think Biden's mind isn't there i hate to say it but i don't think he's in the mental capacity to be president yeah well if it was somebody else travis let's say let's say chris christie was running uh, it was somebody else besides biden would you would you entertain the offer of of somebody saying hey will you vote for me vote for the other side it depends on what he said i probably would to be honest with you okay good open mind that's what i love my man appreciate your call today yeah it's interesting i know it's very early but i mean all signs point to a rematch of 2020 5% of Americans want to see it, and the other 95% don't. So it's got to be. Those 5% of Americans are high. And you need to stop doing drugs. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing about that 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 is good for America. No. No. Both are a disaster in different ways. I just, it's, uh, it's, it's shocking that anybody would want to see that. One guy can't find the door, the other guy's got a rape trial going on today. Yeah. I mean, there are other people out there. It, we don't have to have these two. But these are the two that are being but shoved down our throat. The, well, the difference is, though, is we talk about this, we forget there's machines behind this yeah. that push this. Right. And that's the other side of it. There's billions of dollars behind these things that make sure these campaigns run out the way that they do. So it's not like we just, these are our only choices. These are the choices that we get thrown out in front of. All right. Uh, make sure you uh, keep listening to the 4 o'clock hour on the Gatos Chat Show. Hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text ticket to 411923. Register. Uh, uh, listen for your name this hour. Chance to win. Chance to go to game five. Suns in five. Clippers tonight. Text ticket to 411923. Coming up next, why you shouldn't feel sad on the anniversary of a loved one's death. We'll explain next. The hottest ticket in town. All right, it is the hottest ticket in town. It's time for our last hottest ticket qualifier, Rhonda Krask from Phoenix. You have 10 minutes to call 602-277-5827 to qualify for Game 5 tickets tonight. Rhonda Krask doesn't call within 10 minutes. Then we're going to open up the phone line to someone else. If you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify by texting ticket to 411923. Once again, Rhonda Krask from Phoenix. You have 10 minutes to call 602-277-5827. And as I said at the beginning uh, of the series, sons... In five. Sons in five. Five. I think it's going to happen tonight. <sighs> Should hope so. There's nobody playing There's for There's nobody playing for the Clippers. I don't Clippers. think anybody actually even made the trip for the Clippers. Uh, should you feel sad on the anniversary of a loved one's death? So today's the day my mom passed away in 2020. And this day, you know, I put it on my calendar. I don't even know if I should put it on my calendar, but I, I knew it was coming up. I was talking to my dad about it. So for those of you who are new to the show, my mom had cancer. She was put in the hospital 
and uh, she got COVID, and COVID killed her in 2020. Cancer also killed her. She really didn't have a chance. So every year I start thinking, you know, about this date coming up, and should how should you feel on the anniversary of a, of a loved one's death? You know, do you sulk? Do you hide in your house? Do you feel depressed? Unfortunately, I feel like my sister feels that way, and I wish that she wouldn't. Um, but I can't tell somebody how to feel. Yeah. Do you celebrate their life? I maybe on on the day of her death. Maybe I'm just weird that I actually know the day of her death and I put it on my calendar. But you know, the sad thing was she really had no chance. She was already ill. COVID hit her. Um, remember, they didn't have room in the hospital, and they abandoned her. They put her in a part of the hospital for mentally ill people, and they forgot about her for 24 hours. And it was just the beginning of the pandemic. And she was in pain for 24 hours, and they just forgot about her. Um, But here's the point of of me bringing this up today. You know, I was thinking about, of course, my mom, and I was thinking about, obviously, today's the day of her death. But I remember the pain of that day. Uh, But I also remember, you know what? Our boss here sent dinner over to the house. He didn't have to do that. I remember someone told someone... And it got back to our favorite restaurant. They sent a bottle of wine that I like over to the house. And it was on that day, on a Saturday. But I also remember a Sunday. And I didn't know this was happening. Remember, this is the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, Sunday, I look out my window and there are a whole bunch of chairs that are set up outside my house in the backyard. And in walks my Bible study group. And um, they had organized this, knowing that there wasn't going to be a ceremony for my mother. And when we were supposed to stay away from each other, they they came and we we separated because they know I'm a total hypochondriac. Yes. Still are, by the way. Still are. Um, And they almost had the ceremony for her. And I remember that stuff. I don't, rem- I don't, you know, I don't want to remember the pain that I was in. I remember the good people who reached out to me, like you, like Becky Lynn, Mike Broomhead, who I only knew for uh, two months, reached out and called me. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Uh, and so, you know, if if there's someone out there that you love and they've lost a loved one, go all out for that person because it does make a difference. It does make you feel better. It did make me feel better when Chad Benson called me. It made, you guys want me to call you? I'll call you guys. See? It made me feel better when my Bible study came over. Unexpected. And they had it all rehearsed. They did that for me. Yeah. In a time where we weren't supposed to be anywhere near each other. I like to think of that stuff. Because, you know, a lot of times in this show, of course, we're talking about the worst of the worst. Most people are good. Most people are good. And I think we have to remember that. Be one of the good ones. When someone passes away and it's your, it's, it's your friend who is in mourning, go all out. Do something. Send over a bottle of wine. Ask if they need dinner. Put in a phone call. And that's the stuff that I remember from that weekend. Because on Monday, I came in here and I gave the eulogy for my mother. And it was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. I asked all of you to leave the room. And I sat here and I just bawled and I did it. Because no one else was going to do it. Um, but I, 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 you know, I'm so, I'm so thankful we're in a different time. There isn't the pandemic anymore. We're not worried about COVID. We're not worrying about masks. I wish they had the shot when my mom was alive, but they didn't. 
so, Ma, I miss you every day. So I just wanted to chat about it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Very nice. Yeah. Absolutely. My, my dad sent, uh, my dad went and put a uh, dozen roses on her, on her grave today. So, and my father's very happy. He's got a new girlfriend who I think is fantastic. Yeah. Join his life. You gotta, you gotta move on with your life, even though, you know, today's a, t- a real tough day for my dad. But he's got this wonderful woman who's now in his life. And I think my mom would like her. Absolutely. I Your really mom do. would want him not to go on. No. No. So, there you go. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, we've got a few things. We've got Biden running for president again. I don't even think my mom would like He him. was both the fourth president <laughs> and maybe the 59th president. The rate he's going. Red flag laws in Arizona. Uh, should we have them? Do they work? Uh, we'll talk about it all coming up next. The hottest ticket in town. Yeah, it's the hottest ticket in town. And uh, Rhonda Krask, you missed your opportunity. So now we're going to take the fifth caller at 602-277-5827 for your chance to get uh, the opportunity to win tickets to the game. So call right now, 602-277-5827. You're also going to get a goodie bag as well, Phoenix Suns goodie bag. Uh, and you can still have a chance to qualify by texting ticket to 411923. Uh, so do it now. All right. Uh, why don't we start with the president? Uh, and then we'll get to some red flag laws. That's what our AG in AZ wants. Uh, but uh, the elderly Biden announced his re-election bid today. And I, I must say, I think it puts a spotlight on the vice president because let's just let's say it. If Biden becomes president, she's going to become president. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of, of possibility. I don't think that's me being mean. Uh, listen, he's going to be 86 when his term ends. If he gets a second term. Well, the average American male lives to be, what, 75 years old, 76? So he'll be 10 years past what the average American male lives. Even if he does live to 86. You can't tell me he's going to be all there. Is he going to? Or is, is he going to have all his faculties? I don't know. I don't know either. But all I know is that uh, Kamala Harris has all her faculties. And she's awful. And it's not very good. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and now I look at who's now I look at whose opponent might be. Are oh. you kidding me? That the best you could come up with is Donald Trump, who's in the middle of a rape trial right now. I defamation trial, rape defamation trial. I just don't get it. So look, I, look, uh, I, I don't. The 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 three minute thing that he rolled out today had a lot of her in it. There is a this certain is sense that Biden is going to really lean on her. Why? I I don't know don't because she's going to say uh, Europe is a continent. No, why would you show everybody your weakness? The, Joe Biden's weakness is it his old age? Uh, uh, I'm sure. Yes, but more, but more importantly, it's the person he picked. To run the country if anything ever happened to her. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of McCain when he picked Palin. And, you know, Palin was kind of a flashy pick, you know? Yeah. Because he was thinking of picking, like, Joe Lieberman. Can you imagine that? It been but, set. you know, Lieberman was on the other side, so the thought of having a Democrat and a Republican kind of scenario well, was... he's an independent, I guess. Yeah, but, but he yeah, is a Democrat. But, <laughs> but, but Palin was like a flashy pick. And for a little while, it was like, well, she's kind of interesting. And then after you get to know her, you're like, yep. I don't know about no no a lot of people. I don't know if I'm voting for McCain. He's old. 
If he goes, what's gonna we're gonna have her? And I think a lot of people are gonna start saying that about Joe Biden. As they should. But you know what, Democrats? This is your fault. You went so woke, you went so wacky that you can't even go. She's not right for it because your fear is she's a person of color and she's a woman. So automatically, apparently, that qualifies her for every position, even if she's not qualified for this position. Mm. So that's a you problem, and we get what we deserve. And if we get Trump versus Biden, too, Unbelievable. that is everybody's fault out there. If 5% of America wants it, 95% of America doesn't, I can guarantee you that more than 5% of people will be voting for one or the other. Yeah, because you could be a Republican right now saying, I don't want Trump. But if he's the one left standing, you're voting for him. Yeah. Same thing on the other side. Seventy percent of Americans don't want Biden to, r- to run again. But if you're a Democrat and he's the one standing, you're not going to vote for Trump. You're going to vote for Biden. <laughs> there just has to be someone else. Yeah. There just has to be someone else. I mean, I know we've talked about it. Third party. We've seen it before. Ross Perot. That didn't work out. Ross was, man, he had the chance, too. There was a while where Ross was in the lead. Then Ross, like he... I don't know if I want to do this. Then I, he was like, he, he brought out all those posters and no one understood oh what his God, graphs yeah. looked like. And he had, uh, oh God, what was his name? The, uh, the, his admiral was the second in command. Uh, uh this yeah. VP, he was hilarious. That's the first, that's the first election I ever voted in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know what we've got here. I just, I, I, I do. I, I would like to think that we've at some point in garbage. time, we've got garbage. We're going to <laughs> see somebody who's got the cojones enough on the left to jump in and not be afraid and really try what, really try out, you know, uh, the likes of Biden and on the right, uh, who, you know, Nobody's really declared yet outside of Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramswamy, and let's see what that looks like. DeSantis, <laughs> Vivek, the guy we were just talking about—he was the guy that was arguing with Don Lemon, who tore him a new one. Yeah, he's an oh. entrepreneur. He's very independent. You okay. know, self-made. Okay, multi-gazillionaire. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Biden, Trump, enjoy. This will be fun, kids. You guys no are excited one, about no this. One, no one. Uh, how about red flag laws in Arizona? Our how about those? Uh, general. I think we do need a red flag law in the state of Arizona, and that will be um, a part of my legislative agenda next year. You know, I've talked to police officers about that, and that is, uh, that's a scary thing, I think, for cops. You will be asked, like a judge, you know, you'll petition a judge. You'll say, this family member of mine or friend is not in his right mind and i believe that we should take his guns away for a period of time and the cops that i talk to say that is a dangerous thing man you are going in and you are removing someone's firearms what if they don't want to give you their firearms and they're waiting for you that's gonna be a tough thing i get that problem but it works in florida red florida i mean bright red florida florida judges have signed thousands of these orders thousands um, they've petitioned to do this almost 10,000 times and fewer than 1% got denied. And here's, here's the, the thing I'm thinking of, uh, how many, how many shootings did they stop? I don't know. I've got to think several. And you know what? If you're okay, we check you out or we get you some we, help. We can get you a gun. It's got to be planned out right. It's got to be laid out right. It can't just be willy-nilly. It's got to be, you know, hey, if this happens and this happens, you get your guns back. Yeah. Is this Phil Collins? It is. We should never play Phil Collins on this show. 
Never on the Gatos and Chat Show. <laughs>